The Maximum Mix from the 60s through the 80s. Non-stop music. Rolling Stones. Stevie Wonder. Beatles. Classic hits. Sky Pilot Radio Las Vegas. The soundtrack of your life. who said the buck stops here, who said more than 20 times we will not leave any American behind, the person who basically orchestrated the July 2nd evacuation of Bagram without telling Afghanis, we call upon most somberly the resignation of this President Joe Biden. That was a group of Republicans in the House about an hour or so ago, calling for the resignation of Joe Biden. And the timing is interesting because Joe Biden was supposed to deliver a press conference, which wasn't actually a press conference because he doesn't take questions from the press, but he was supposed to do an address about three hours ago, of course, to which he was three hours late. Everybody wondering, where's Joe? Silver alert. What's going on? This is a common theme. Every week, it seems he's hours late to a important press conference, which isn't a press conference. It's just an address. But they call it a press conference so they can say, oh, Biden's had a press conference. And then he doesn't take a single question from the press. So the same thing happened today. Right after Republicans called for his resignation, as the world was still waiting on Biden's address, He then spoke for a very short period of time. You'd think that after the 20-year war in Afghanistan and his absolute disastrous pullout from Afghanistan, you'd think that it would be longer than about a 10-minute speech. No, it was a rambling, bumbling 10-minute read off a teleprompter. And then, as usual, he turned his back on America and didn't take a single question from the press. That's not a press conference, though they call it one. So pretty incredible. But you know what? Let's go ahead and just play these other clips to really get this all to sink in because it's so important. Here is Biden just a few weeks ago being interviewed on ABC in clip nine. Notice if you can spot the big lie. Americans should understand that troops might have to be there beyond August 31st. No, Americans should understand that we're going to try to get it done before August 31st. But if we don't, the troops will stay. If we don't, we'll determine at the time who's left. And... And if there are American forces, if there's American citizens left, we're going to stay till we get them all out. That was a lie. Here is CNN's Clarissa Ward, who I think has had, I mean, to her credit, she's done a great job reporting over there. Maybe even had a bit of an awakening experience with the lies of this administration. Here she is talking about families that are in Afghanistan, that American families that can't get out. Well, how crushing... Do you think this moment is uh, for the, let's say, 250 Americans and so it's many others, that. thousands of Afghans uh, who were still desperate to try to get out? 
I think it's absolutely crushing. Of course, Wolf. I spoke earlier on in the day with a family of four from Houston, Texas. They told me they had been going to the airport for two weeks, trying desperately to get out. They all have American passports. They had gone to Afghanistan to visit the mother's family. And essentially, the issue was they couldn't get past the Taliban. They were in touch with the U.S. military. The military was trying to facilitate their departure. And so... First, they said, oh, we won't leave any Americans behind. That was a lie. Even the mainstream news that supported Biden is admitting it. So now John Kirby is coming out and they have to make excuses for why they did it. Here's John Kirby in clip four, giving the Americans the excuse as to why they were left behind. So what does that look like? How does diplomacy get those people out of the Taliban controlled Afghanistan? It's not completely unlike the way we do it elsewhere around the world. I mean, we have uh, Americans that get stranded in in, uh, in countries all the time. Oh, so it's just normal. Eh, we just strand Americans all the time. Don't blame us. Doesn't matter. We said it wouldn't happen. And by the way, Biden lied again in his speech today. Trump already had a deal in place to get all the Americans out of Afghanistan. Biden broke that deal. And now there are Americans stranded behind in Afghanistan as well as allies. But, hey, he's too busy to see the Americans come home. He checks his watch. You know, he's got other stuff to do. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Tuesday, August 31st, 2021. This is the InfoWars War Room, brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com, streaming live at band.video, freeworldnews.tv, warroomisraw.com. I'm your host, Owen Schroyer, with you for the next three hours. We have Pastor Greg Locke coming on today, just on fire for human freedom. He'll be joining us in the second hour. And then C.J. Pearson joining us in the third hour. Saw a segment of C.J.'s on, I believe it was Newsmax. And I'm going to play the clip before he, he joins us. Uh, just incredible stuff. Just, just I'm just going to leave it at that. We'll do a deep radio tease. This, this, this young American C.J. has put up with so much hatred. And yet he still stands tall and speaks his mind. And, and, and we love him for that. But, uh. We're going to I want to get him to reflect on this viral segment that happened on Newsmax the other day. It's been a couple of days since it went viral. And, and I understand how sometimes after things go viral, you kind of take some time to think about it. And there's some more clarity. So I want to get him on to talk about that. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll just tell you, it's this typical thing of a white liberal telling a black person what to do. It's pretty incredible, actually. So that's all coming up now. Let me just do this. I think I need to do this again because we do have radio stations. Not all people pick up the first five minutes. And I just think this is so key to do exactly what I did in the first segment. And honestly, it's, it's information overload as all of these veterans are coming out. They're going on mainstream news. They're calling into talk radio. We've had military leaders call for Biden to resign. Now Republicans have called for Biden to resign. Unironically, as the world is waiting for Biden's address, 
on the 20 year pullout of the war in Afghanistan. I, I don't I don't know how you could call it a success. And, and my hat goes off to the brave men and women that served over there and put their lives on the line. And, and now they have to sit here and reflect on everything and the lives lost and the bloodshed to just see it be ended in a complete disaster like this. Hey, you know what? You don't have to win all the time, I guess. We'd all like to win all the time, but you know what? Sometimes you don't win. But this was this was not just a loss. This was getting stabbed in the back by your own leadership out the door. So let's go again. I'm going to just do the same thing I did in the first segment just so you can see it. And I'm going to try to put put some of the pieces together here. And I was explaining this yesterday. There's so many pieces to this puzzle. Just going back 20 years to the last two weeks, you'd have to do like 24 hours of hardcore research to put together like a three-hour documentary, maybe even more than that. But here are Republican members of the House a few hours ago as the world was waiting for Joe Biden's address on the pullout from Afghanistan. He was three hours late to it. What was going on with Joe? Were they changing his diaper? Here is Representative Andy Biggs in front of the Capitol with other Republicans calling on Joe Biden to resign. The person who said the buck stops here, who said more than 20 times, we will not leave any American behind. The person who basically orchestrated the July 2nd evacuation of Bagram without telling Afghanis, we call upon most somberly the resignation of this president, Joe Biden. Now, here's Joe Biden on ABC News just a few weeks ago telling Americans no American would be left behind. Americans should understand that troops might have to be there beyond August 31st. No, Americans should understand that we're going to try to get it done before August 31st. But if we don't, the troops will stay. If we don't, we'll determine at the time who's left. And... And if there are American force, if there's American citizens left, we're going to stay till we get them all out. That was a lie. Here's CNN's Clarissa Ward, who I, I, I give credit to Clarissa, Clarissa Ward. I think she's done a good job on her coverage, no matter what I think of CNN. I just, you know, I call it as I see it. And so here she is talking about American families stranded in Afghanistan, unable to get out. Well, how crushing do you think this moment is uh, for the, let's say, 250 Americans and so many others, thousands of Afghans uh, who were still desperate to try to get out? I think it's absolutely crushing. Of course, Wolf. I spoke earlier on in the day with a family of four from Houston, Texas. They told me they had been going to the airport for two weeks, trying desperately to get out. They all have American passports. They had gone to Afghanistan to visit the mother's family. And essentially, the issue was they couldn't get past the Taliban. They were in touch with the U.S. military. The military was trying to facilitate their departure. And so now the Biden administration is telling all kinds of lies and, and, and cover your ass techniques for their disastrous pullout, including Biden trying to blame the Trump administration. Hell, they're blaming the people that stayed when the truth is Trump had a deal with the Taliban to get the Americans out. Biden cut that deal. And so, of course, why would the Taliban continue to operate in good faith when when our leadership isn't operating in good faith? So, yeah, they're, they're not letting Americans through. Biden broke the deal. It's Biden's fault. But they want to blame them for staying behind. They want to blame anybody else but themselves. 
And so here's one of the excuses we're getting from the Pentagon. The spokesman, John Kirby, who had his Hillary Clinton, what difference does it make moment just the other day saying, I don't think it matters at this point about Americans in Afghanistan. So here he is with his excuse as to why Americans were stranded. So what does that look like? How does diplomacy get those people out of the Taliban-controlled Afghanistan? It's not completely unlike the way we do it elsewhere around the world. I mean, we have uh, Americans that get stranded in, in, uh, in countries all the time. Oh, we just strand Americans all the time. It's normal. Don't worry about that. Hmm. Never happened under Trump. Never happened under Trump. And the only other time you could point to that I know of in recent memory would have been in Yemen under the Obama administration when Americans were left behind. But yet they blame Trump. It's really incredible. It's really sad. And I've got this stack of news here. I really don't even know what to make of this at this point because it's frustrating knowing that this was going to be a complete disaster, the Biden administration, the Biden White House. And and now after just, what are we, nine months in or whatever, not even, it has been an unmitigated disaster and other people are starting to realize it. It's very unfortunate. And so I've got this news, military leaders calling for him to resign. You just heard Republicans calling on him to resign. How about impeachment? They just left tens of millions of dollars worth of military equipment over there. How about impeachment? They didn't even bother to destroy it. They just left it for him. Did Biden cut a deal with the Taliban to leave equipment? This doesn't make any sense. And I'm also going to play a phone call of one of the mothers called into a talk radio show. Again, folks, I'm sitting here consuming 10 hours a day of media. And, And the number of veterans that are going on talk radio, going on TV, being fired for calling out the leadership in the military, something has to give here. And I'm going to play a full phone call from one of the mothers of the slain Marines that is just going to break your heart and anger you. She called into a talk radio show. So all of that's coming up. But ladies and gentlemen, um, let me just tell you, like I said, just consuming unending amounts of media, trying to just prepare for this show today to give you as much information as possible. I am drinking the coffee from InfoWarsStore.com. And today it is going to be a lifesaver for me on the air. Let me just tell you that. Mm. First of all, I love the coffee in general, but it's going to be a necessity today drinking this coffee from InfoWarsStore.com. I suggest if you're a coffee drinker, if you haven't given it a try yet, hop on over to InfoWarsStore.com, the Wake Up America Patriot Blend Coffee. There's two different kinds, very bold flavor. There's the immune support formula, and then there's just the uh, normal bold blend, the Patriot Blend. 100% organic. It's on sale now. Hey, sometimes this sells out, and with the supply chain issues, who knows when we can get it back, but it's at the store right now. Get your Patriot Blend Wake Up America coffee at InfoWarsStore.com. Humanity is the main stakeholder on this planet. But the big corporations for 100 years have told us that humans are bad and evil and a pestilence on the earth so that we begin to believe we're bad and we'll turn off our life force and let the eugenics-based globalists take control of the planet. If you go to Klaus Schwab, the head of the Davos Group's own Wikipedia page, he brags on there about how they're capturing democracy and taking over governments worldwide to set up a corporate dictatorship under the UN. They admit 
all of this. They plan the lockdowns. They release the viruses. They think you're stupid. And their plan is to slowly cut off the resources so they can dictate total social control over you and your lives. That's how I was able to predict everything they did decades before they executed it, word for word with total precision, because they have a detailed battle plan. We cover it live weekdays, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. at Infowars.com forward slash show. Tell everybody to tune in now and warn the world. People can't really spend money anywhere better than MyPillow.com with promo code Alex. Right now, what I've done is passed all the savings to the customer, like sheets. Our Giza sheets, they're normally, you get 50% off with code Alex. They're as low as $49.99, depending on the size. We've got pillows, my pillows, my original MyPillow premiums are normally $69.99, $29.99. The best thing, I think all you guys, everyone out there, you can get my book for $9.99. My book will help anybody out there in addiction. And that's free shipping with the book. Right now, all of the specials, I used to run one here and one there. I put them all on there. The lowest prices you've ever seen. And we have our new bed. Everybody, I don't know if you've seen our bed infomercial. I developed this bed over a year and a half. Best mattress you'll ever sleep on. It's a combination of coils and patented foam. And this, uh, they're amazing. There's nothing better. When I make and they're products- not just amazing. They're, the cost is not high and you support freedom. MyPillow.com, promo code Alex. You've got right. so many great products and we're just really proud of the work you're doing, Mike. Infowars.com forward slash show. All right, Jen Psaki has just stepped up to the podium for a press conference. I'm going to put on pause what I was going to cover just to see if this is worth covering. So let's go live now to the White House. Jen Psaki uh, having an actual press conference covering for Biden. This is a tough job for her. Here we go diplomats who can engage with American citizens or others, our Afghan partners who want to depart. We're working to set that up now. Oh, uh, the other piece is engagement so with the no Taliban, answers. which will continue uh, through our ongoing channels that we have uh, with the Taliban on the diplomatic front. The other piece of this, which is very important, is operational, which is opening the airport uh, and, and regional airports and also ensuring that there is overland travel that is possible, which means departing, being able to leave across borders. And the president touched on this in his statement. This is on the airport front, the more specific piece we're working on with the Qataris and the Turks, who are uh, important partners here, is getting the civilian side of the airport up and operational again so that we can use that not just for, uh, for flights for people to depart, but also for humanitarian assistance, which we would work through programs like so the this is all assuming that the Taliban is going to cooperate with the United States. The Secretary of State will be leading. They'll continue to provide updates, and we're hoping to uh, make progress in the coming days. And secondly, on the economy, you were asked the other day about the expiration of the extended unemployment benefits. We know the black unemployment in this country is above 8%. It's above Okay, 7% nobody wants to hear about this right now, buddy. We have Americans stranded in Afghanistan. We just ended a 20-year war disastrously. I'm, I'm, I'm glad we're out of Afghanistan. I, I'd like to pull out all of the Middle East. Hell, I'd like to just get rid of all these bases around the world if it was possible. Let's bring our troops home. But this has just been an unmitigated disaster to leave Americans behind. And uh, everything Jen Psaki just said is, I mean, they're, they're recognizing the Taliban now as the official leadership in Afghanistan. And they're just assuming their cooperation in getting these Americans out. That's a pretty... <laughs> Far-fetched assumption, should I say? Uh, let's see what she's saying now. 
do and and what we announced about two weeks ago, but obviously there was a lot of news going on, uh, is our uh, effort to put new tools in place to help states that choose to further extend pandemic unemployment benefits because of those needs, because uh, there are states like those okay. you have mentioned uh, or because I, they have I don't want to hear rates. about this. So let me just do this and we may pop back in. Let me just read some of these headlines um, in, in dealing with the latest in the fallout from the pullout of Afghanistan. Mom of slain Marine, mother of Kareem Nikoi, who is 20 years old, who died in the suicide bombing in Kabul. Mom of slain Marine protests as Facebook and Instagram ban her posts. And you know what? I want to read her entire comment here because it's banned. Here's Shana Chappelle. Joe Biden, this message is for you. I know my face is etched into your brain. I was able to look you straight in the eyes yesterday, and I have words with you. After I lay my son to rest, you will be seeing me again. Remember, I am the one who stood five inches from your face and was letting you know I would never get to hug my son again. Hear his laugh, and then you tried to interrupt me and give your own sob story, and I had to tell you that this isn't about you, so don't make it about you. You then said you just wanted me to know that you know how I feel, and I let you know that you don't know how I feel. And you do not have the right to tell me you know how I feel. You then rolled your effing eyes in your head like you were annoyed with me. And I let you know that the only reason I was talking to you was out of respect for my son. And that was the only reason why. I then proceeded to tell you again how you took my son away from me and how I will never get to hug him, kiss him, laugh with him again, etc. You turned to walk away and I let you know my son's blood was on your hands and you threw your hand up behind you as you walked away from me. Like you were saying, okay, whatever. You are not the president of the United States of America, Biden. Cheating isn't winning. You are no leader of any kind. You are a weak human being and a traitor. You turned your back on my son, on all of our heroes. You are leaving the White House one way or another because you do not belong there. My son's blood is on your hands. All 13 of them, their blood is on your hands. If my President Trump was in his rightful seat, then my son and other heroes would still be alive. You will be seeing me again very soon. By the way, as my son and the rest of our fallen heroes were being taken off the plane yesterday, I watched you disrespect us all five different times by checking your watch. What the F was so important that you had to keep looking at your watch? You are nobody special, Biden. America hates you. That's from Shana Chappelle, mother of one of the slain Marines in the suicide bombing. And it was that post that got her banned from Facebook and Instagram. She's not the only one speaking out. Mother of Marine killed in Kabul says Biden Democrats just killed my son. And I'm going to play her entire phone call. She called into the Sirius XM Wilco majority show. This phone call is going to make you mad, tug at your heartstrings, everything. I'm going to play the full phone call coming up. And uh, this headline was highlighted a little bit in the post I just read. Family of dead Marine walk out on Joe Biden says he only talked about himself and his son during their meeting. Uh, I've got more news coming out about this that I want to get to coming up, but but let's go back to Saki. Let's see if she's talking about Afghanistan or still flubbing her mouth off about, you know, some stimulus payment. Closely. 
Go ahead, Jeff. And the president said in his remarks just a short time ago that uh, in April, a deadline was set for August 31st. In fact, in his April remarks, he set a deadline for September 11th. So what changed over these last few months between the August 31st deadline and the September 11th initial deadline? Was that a deadline agreed to, a new, a new time frame agreed to by the Taliban or suggested by them or by this administration? Or what's the discrepancy there? The military. Uh gave their assessment that they needed 120 days to uh, wind down our presence in Afghanistan. So we abided by that. That's a lie. In the April speech, the Taliban September made that 11th date. was the date. The August 31st date just arrived um, between April and now. And he based, bases strategic decisions, uh, I mean, tactical decisions, I should say, on the advice of the military and commanders. This on the is incredible. The Folks, they you understand... This is why that lieutenant colonel got fired, because he said specifically that this was a lie. That no, no members of the military, nobody advised Biden to change that. That was all the Taliban that set that date, not Biden. And, and no members of the military are claiming responsibility for abandoning the Bagram Air Force Base. Now, that could be because they don't want it, or it could be because Biden made the decision or someone else made the decision on their own. So they... they, 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 they <laughs> Let's just go back. Countries around the world, the U.N. Security Council and others that the Taliban will abide by what they committed to last Friday, which is the ability of people to leave Afghanistan should they choose to leave. Uh, there need, do need to be ongoing diplomatic negotiations or discussions, I should say. That's a part of what the secretary of state and his team will be leading. But so I the war isn't that. over in Afghanistan. They technically still have hostages that we're trusting the Taliban is going to let leave world have conveyed clearly what they expect and the UN Security Council signed a resolution yesterday. So yeah. those are the diplomatic pieces that have moved forward, but this will be a top priority in the days ahead. So the so the war's not critical. over, so that's a lie because we're still negotiating getting uh, Americans out. So technically the war's not even over actually. And, and by the way, this is what she's talking about here and Secretary of State Anthony Blinken made a comment. The Taliban must earn international legitimacy and support. A new chapter of America's engagement with Afghanistan has begun. It's one in which we will lead with our diplomacy. The military mission is over. A new diplomatic mission has begun. And of course, this is all about having women's rights and, you know, gay people allowed to live or, or you know, having a secular nation. Do you really think any of that's going to happen in Afghanistan? Do you really think the Taliban is going to allow any of that? It gets worse, folks. It gets worse. I'm going to have even the worst news on all of this, perhaps when we come back. The BioPros are the new non-GMO pollution solution using eco-friendly products to treat everyday problems while supporting our environment. For the first time, the BioPros are bringing to the public market a suite of bioremediation products to the everyday consumer. Their first product they are launching is called BioSeptic Pro, a product specifically designed to establish a healthy septic system. BioSeptic Pro contains live microorganisms, not traditional enzymes like its competitors. This stuff lives in your septic system. It's really like probiotics for your septic tank. Say goodbye to septic problems, gas buildup, and odor guaranteed. Bioseptic Pro is light years ahead of traditional septic treatments. They have a revolutionary patented delivery system that carries live microorganisms to treat the problem at its core, making their products up to 100 times more effective than its competitors. Bioseptic Pro is safe for plumbing, human, animal, and aquatic life. Secure your Bioseptic Pro today at thebiopros.com for anaerobic septic tanks. Thebiopros.com 
Infowars.com forward slash show. This broadcast contains subject matter that may offend liberal snowflakes. It's the War Room with Owen Schroyer. Watch the live stream at band.video. All right, Jen Psaki taking questions on Afghanistan. We'll let that parse itself out, and I'm sure there'll be plenty of responses and uh, call-outs of the fibs. We'll say fibs mm-hmm, uh, being told here. But again, I don't even blame Jen Psaki. She has an impossible job. I mean, she took the job, so, but how do you, how, how do you possibly try to be out there as the voice box for this White House where the president gives a 10-minute speech after the end of the 20-year war and calls it an extraordinary success on whose metric? I guess whoever wrote the speech for him. But folks, this is uh, really gets worse. I mean, I don't know if it gets worse than the hundreds that have died in this disastrous pullout, including the Americans or the hundreds, potentially thousands left behind. But look at what's happening here in D.C. today. So Congress convened today, and obviously there are a lot of veterans in Congress mostly on the Republican side of the aisle. And they wanted the names, they wanted to read out loud the names in honor of the fallen Marines in Afghanistan. They wanted to read their names out loud and have a moment of silence and a moment of prayer. How do you think that went, ladies and gentlemen? Nancy Pelosi blocks names of 13 service members killed from Afghanistan, killed in Afghanistan from being read. Not only did she block them and not allow them to be read, she then shut down House activities. Representative Brian Mast, a wounded combat veteran from Afghanistan, says that during a Republican only, because Democrats opted out, speaker, a moment of silence, Speaker Pelosi refused to recognize them to read the names or bring up bills or anything, and then she gaveled the close to the session and shut the house down as veterans tried to read out loud the names of our fallen soldiers and have a moment of silence and a moment of prayer. Nancy Pelosi slammed the gavel and ended the house session. Representative Greg Stubbe responded to this, said house Democrats just refused to recognize Republican veterans on the house floor to read the names of our fallen service members in Afghanistan. That's how far our nation has fallen. Moving on, ABC News in California, exclusive, three-year-old California boy stranded in Afghanistan. No way of getting out. But it's an extraordinary success, said Joe Biden. Breitbart, Joe Biden brings convicted Afghan rapist deported by Trump back to the United States. Americans are stranded as thousands and thousands of Afghan refugees still make their way in. 
you know, what about all that equipment we left behind? We couldn't have been flying people out on that. Oh, that's right, because we abandoned Bagram Air Force Base for the one airstrip airport in Kabul. Not the place that could hold like 10 C-17s where we could have flown more people out to safety. No, we abandoned that and left the equipment behind and freed all the prisoners, including a rapist that is now coming to America, courtesy of Joe Biden. Try not to laugh at this. Travel warning from the State Department. Afghanistan travel advisory level four. Do not travel to Afghanistan due to civil unrest. What? I thought it was a success. Armed conflict, crime, terrorism, kidnapping, and COVID-19. <laughs> yeah, just throw that in there. Not hearing about any COVID in Afghanistan, by the way. How is the Taliban managing to not all get sick and die from COVID when none of them have been vaccinated and don't wear masks? That's an amazing feat. Amazing, isn't it? Here's a wounded Afghan war veteran, Sam Brown. He comments, 1988, he shared this on Twitter with his pictures. 1988, a boy who believes serving his country in uniform is the highest calling. 2011, a man proud of his service and sacrifice on behalf of Americans and Afghans. 2021, don't trust current U.S. political and military leaders. We all know who he's talking about there. And then today, don't want my kids to take the path I once believed in. What does that mean to you? Tell you what it sounds like it means to him. Our military is no longer our military. A lot of retired generals agree. Nearly 90 retired generals and admirals call on General Milley and General Austin to resign over Afghanistan disaster. By the way, not a single person has resigned yet. They fired the lieutenant colonel for calling out the leadership, but nobody's resigned. Not Austin, not Milley, nobody in the State Department, nobody in the Pentagon, nobody in the military, nobody in the White House. They don't resign. They feel no guilt. They consider it a success. They consider it a success, even though the State Department issues a travel advisory saying terrorism and kidnapping is happening in Afghanistan and Americans died and Afghanistan citizens died and they're, they're climbing onto C-17 wings to try to get out of Afghanistan, falling to their death. And now the Taliban is hanging people via the Chinook helicopters that we left behind for them. They're now using them to hang people and they're firing off all the rifles we left behind as a celebration of victory. Wow. Extraordinary success, says Joe Biden. Can't wait for those memes to begin. American Humane Group says U.S. left military dogs behind in Afghanistan. Just abandoned the dogs. Just left them behind. So who knows what will happen to them. The Washington Post doing a fact check on Donald Trump. This one's hilarious. Donald Trump makes a statement. All equipment should be demanded to be immediately returned to the United States, and that includes every penny of the $85 billion in cost. And then the Washington Post does a fact check and says, uh, it wasn't $85 billion. It was less than that, maybe about $65 billion. Oh, thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you for that. What would we do without your fact checks? I guess it's not as bad as when Donald Trump said, uh, I forget the number, like 20% of people, women and children, females who cross the southern border illegally are raped. And then they ran a fact check and said, actually, it's closer to 50%. Hmm. 
Nice fact check there, guys. You really got Trump with that one, didn't you? So Washington Post, the Taliban did not seize $83 billion of U.S. weapons. The Taliban was gifted $65 billion of U.S. weapons by Joe Biden. Big difference. What an ass. What an ass the Democrats made of us in Afghanistan. Hundreds of millions of dollars to terrorists and billions of dollars in military equipment, which are already being used against their opposition. Oh, it's not more than $80 billion in equipment. See, Trump was wrong. He said $85 billion. It's like $70 billion or something, says the Washington Post. Trump says 20% of women that cross the U.S. border on the southern side illegally are raped on their way up. It's closer to 50%. Come on, Trump. We need open borders, don't you know? Wow. Wow. All right, ladies and gentlemen, when we come back, I'm going to play for you in its entirety a phone call from one of the fallen soldiers, one of the fallen Marines mothers. She called in to Sirius XM radio and had a few choice words for Biden. Obviously, we had to censor it. It's a lot like the post that I read here that was banned on Facebook and Instagram. So imagine that the mother of a fallen Marine can't even voice her opinion on Facebook or Instagram because it goes against the American regime. But boy, oh boy, you could threaten to kill Trump. You could pose with a Trump head bleeding like you decapitated him. You could pretend to shoot Trump and that'd be promoted right to the top. But don't say anything about Biden. No, no, no. What are champions made of? Here's a man who can show you. InfoWarsStore.com is simply the best. InfoWarsStore.com beats out all the rest. Triple eight two five three thirty one three nine. Triple eight two five three thirty one three nine. Triple eight two five three thirty one three nine. It's the InfoWarsStore hotline. Triple eight two five three thirty one three nine. Triple eight two five three thirty one three nine. Triple eight two five three thirty one three nine. That's InfoWarsStore.com. People can't really spend money anywhere better than MyPillow.com with promo code Alex. Right now, what I've done is passed all the savings to the customer, like sheets. Our Giza sheets, they're normally, you get 50% off with code Alex. They're as low as $49.99, depending on the size. We've got pillows, my pillows, my original MyPillow premiums are normally $69.99, $29.99. The best thing, I think all you guys, everyone out there, you can get my book for $9.99. My book will help anybody out there in addiction. And that's free shipping with the book. Right now, all of the specials, I used to run one here and one there. I put them all on there. The lowest prices you've ever seen. And we have our new bed. Everybody, I don't know if you've seen our bed infomercial. I developed this bed over a year and a half. Best mattress you'll ever sleep on. It's a combination of coils and patented foam. And this, uh, they're amazing. There's nothing better. When I make And they're products, not just amazing. They're, the cost is not high and you support freedom. MyPillow.com, promo code Alex. So you've got right. so many great products and we're just really proud of the work you're doing, Mike. 
Infowars.com forward slash show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we go now to the mother of Riley McCullum, one of the Marines that was killed by the suicide bomber in Kabul. Kathy McCullum called in to Sirius XM Radio, and she had some very choice words for Joe Biden. We had to censor it. This is a gut-wrenching phone call that will perhaps draw tears and anger. Here it is. Hey, my son was one of the Marines that died yesterday. And to listen to that. Sorry, I'm on the radio. No, 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 no. Um, go, go my ahead. son uh, was one of the Marines that died yesterday. 20 years and six months old. Getting ready to come home from freaking Jordan to be with his wife to watch the birth of his son. And that feckless, dementia-ridden piece of crap just sent my son to die. I woke up at 4 o'clock this morning to Marines at my door telling me my son was dead. So, to have her on right before me and listen to that piece of crap talk about diplomatic crap with freaking Taliban terrorists who just freaking blew up my son and know nothing to not say anything about, oh my God, I'm so sorry for the families. So my son is gone and I just want all you Democrats who cheated in the election or who voted for him legitimately, you just killed my son. With a dementia-ridden piece of crap who doesn't even know he's in the White House, he still thinks he's a senator. So, I'm going to try and calm down. I'm sorry. No, you look. I I, I take I, I take this call with due trust. Here, I don't. I would hope nobody would uh, call up and, and say if this wasn't true. I. I, just, I can't imagine what house. a Marine just left my house two minutes ago, getting my divorce decree. A Marine, two Marines showed up my house at four o'clock in the morning to tell me my son was dead. So my name is Kathy McCollum. My son was Riley James McCollum. You can check it out. Um, his wife, I, she might not want me to say her name. Um, they just got married on February 14th and they're expecting a baby on, on uh, September 26th. And, um, I just can't, I just, I just couldn't sit by idly because I think I need to just process through anger instead of tears. And so this is how I'm going to do it. And Laura Bobert's coming to my house tomorrow. My representative will be at my house tomorrow and um, we'll speak and hopefully she'll be able to convey my message to the rest of the United States. That this was, she said, your son did not die in vain. But guess what? My son did die in vain. This was an unnecessary debacle that could have been handed, handled properly. They had months and months to, re- to remove everyone from Afghanistan, and they chose not to. And so they sent in freaking, what, 6,000 troops? And my son, through the laws of statistics, my son was one of the ones who just got blown up in a freaking terrorist bomb yesterday. So... I hope I, I know you'll check it out and that's fine. Um, well, so you know. instead of grieving and crying, I'm just getting mad. 
If there's any organization that you would like me to connect you to, if you want us, you want to give us information, there are many family support organizations that we work with. We used to do a thing called Vet Ride. Uh, it's not just for wounded soldiers and Marines. It's, it's also for families that have lost people. I can't imagine what you're going through right now. I, you're, everything you're feeling right now is justified. Um, I don't think you have to apologize or tell us you're going to come. You, you have every right to feel how you feel and to speak your mind. And I consider it an honor that you would call this program and you would call me. Because I love listening uh, to you and I believe in you. Well, thank you. And obviously I'm, we're halfway, I'm halfway across the country from you. I can't come over and comfort you right now. There's nothing I can do from, from where I'm sitting in this studio. But no, if there's I anything. A, my, boy, if, my boyfriend's yes, an army veteran. He was uh, in the 101st. He was the first wave over in 03. Uh, March of 03 in Iraq. And so thank God for him. And I think he might have been a big influence on why my son wanted to join the military. Um, my son was a genius child, uh, an IQ of 156. He could have done anything he wanted to do in the military. And he chose to be a Marine sniper. And that was his choice. Instead of just, you know, being fast tracked, he chose. Um, he chose this course, but I never thought in a million years that he would die for nothing, for nothing, because a feckless, dementia-ridden piece of crap decided he wanted a photo op on September 11th. That's what kills me. I wanted my son to represent our country, to fight for my country, but I never thought that a feckless piece of crap would send him to his death and smirk on television while he's talking about people dying with his nasty smirk. The dementia-ridden piece of crap needs to be removed from office. It never would have happened under Trump. And I am, I'm pacing, just so you know, I'm out of breath because I'm pacing. But it, it is so disgusting that these people cannot even, even acknowledge the fact that they just killed my son for nothing, for an ill-managed um, debacle of a freaking withdrawal from a country that we had total control of. That's what gets me. That's what gets me. If my son would have gone in on, on when my boyfriend did on in March of 03 to freaking defend our country against terrorists, that would have been one thing. But this is a whole nother animal. Again, I you have the right to vent. And you have the right to feel the way that you're feeling. And and I'm not going to. I, I will sit on the phone with you as long as you need me to. I will sit here. I, I will sit here with you as long as you need me to or want me I to. I can't afford to pay you by the hour, sir. If you, if you're going to be no. my therapist, I can't afford to pay you by the hour. <laughs> oh, sorry. Trying to make jokes, man. But this is, I mean, how much more horrific can it get than to know that your son died for nothing? And I talked to Lauren Bobert. She's going to be at my house tomorrow. And, um, and I and and I'm a I'm a smart ass, and I I guess this is how I deal with things. I can't cry because I'm too mad to cry, which is so sad that I can't cry for my son right now. I'm just too mad to cry for my son right now. I'm, but when I see that baby in a month, when his baby is born, 
I'm sure I'll break down and cry. But right now I cannot afford to cry. I've got to be strong. His wife is in freaking Oceanside, California right now. And um, I need to be strong for her. And I'm going to do that. And I'm not going to cry because if I start crying, I'm not going to stop. So I'm just going to stay pissed off. And that's the only way I'm going to be able to do this. Because there, you, if you ever are waking up at 4 o'clock in the morning with two Marines at your house, I knew and I, I told everybody yesterday before they informed me, I knew yesterday my son was dead. I called 10 people yesterday before they even came. And everybody thought I was nuts. And then at 4 in the morning, there they were telling me he was gone. So... I'm just trying to work through this. I'm trying to be normal. I'm not going to be able to be normal. Um, But for every Democrat who cheated or voted for Biden that left my son in harm's way and allowed this dementia-ridden piece of crap who was a treasonous man who just got into office because he was running out of funds for his family, you did this to my son. Every Democrat that's listening... You did this to my son to prop up a disgusting human being. So I guess I don't have anything else to say. Well, I think she said it all. Again, that's Kathy McCullum, the mother of the fallen U.S. Marine Riley McCullum, died in the suicide blast. Called in to Andrew Wilco's talk radio show, The Wilco Majority. And you know, I'm a little bit limited as to what I can say on this subject right here. So I'm going to try to put this succinctly as best I can in the last 30 seconds here. But, you know, all those people out there that uh, hate you for your politics or your patriotism, your love for America and your love for freedom. There's something that they all have in common, and I and I wish it wasn't this way, but... Uh, They really don't know us. They have no idea who we are. They don't care to find out who we are. And if they would put their hatred down for a second, they would realize that these American patriots, these American heroes are some of the greatest people this country's ever had. And they'd take a bullet for you and they'd do anything to protect your freedoms. And to see great men and women of this country be torn down by leftist hatred is just so sad. Let's go back in time, say to the mid-1990s, and then imagine a science fiction movie set in the year 2020, where a world government's being established, where members of Congress and former presidents are censored by big tech, and where if you don't take an experimental injection that grows blood clots and, and prions all over your body, then you're not allowed to fly on an airplane. Think about that, because that's where we are. Imagine just 20, 30 years ago, hell, just five years ago, if somebody told you this would be happening. But it is happening now. And then they tell you, oh, sorry, it's not a vaccine, it's a gene therapy, and it doesn't really work, so you got to take it every few months. And the people that have submitted say, great, I want to take it all the time so I can go outside and not get sick from COVID, even though it gets you sick from COVID. And now there's record numbers of really sick people from the sloughing, the shedding of the virus. And that's in mainline studies. Bill Gates and Fauci did this. Need to go to prison for it right now. The fight for the future is now. This is The War Room with Owen Schroyer. Watch the live stream at band.video. 
Okay. Tough to segue out of that into the next guest, uh, but we kind of have a good link here to do so. And that is the latest report from Greg Reese. You can find it on band.video. Download it. Share it. As everything here at InfoWars, we are free to air, folks. Money for us is just fuel. Okay? Nobody around here drives fancy exotic cars. We don't own private planes. Everything that you do to support us financially is just fuel for all of our transmissions and to expand. So download it, share it, cut it up, make your own version of it. It's all good. It's all at band.video. Here's the latest from Greg Reese. Pfizer demanded military bases as collateral on cost of vaccine deaths. A story from this spring is re-emerging of why Argentina and Brazil never made a deal with Pfizer for the experimental jab. In Argentina, Pfizer requested that the government pay all compensation for any lawsuits that successfully win against Pfizer vaccine damages. Argentina's parliament responded by passing a new law stating that Pfizer needs to at least pay for its own negligence. Pfizer rejected this after which Argentina offered to amend the law to define negligence more clearly to include only vaccine distribution and delivery under negligence. But Pfizer still wasn't happy and demanded the law be changed. Argentina refused, but later agreed to buy an international insurance policy to pay for future vaccine lawsuits. This was not specific enough for Pfizer. They asked for an additional indemnity from civil cases, specifically that the company would not be held liable for rare adverse effects or for its own acts of negligence, fraud, or malice. Pfizer then demanded the nation's bank reserves, military bases, and embassy buildings as some sort of collateral against future vaccine damages. In Brazil, Pfizer asked for vast money reserves to be put in a foreign bank account, that Pfizer be exempt from the law of the land and exempt from any side effects and all civil liability. In the United States, the Public Readiness and Emergency Preparedness Act, or PREP Act, gives total immunity to Pfizer and all manufacturers of experimental jabs. So there's no reason to threaten any government agency in the U.S. They always knew how dangerous and deadly the radical experimental mRNA jabs actually are. It's what the science says. The only ones who say otherwise are the bureaucrats and pop culture media agents working for Big Pharma. By every measure, this is the greatest crime committed by Big Pharma. Out of a long list... Their magnum opus for the dark arts, death and depopulation. And they were setting up governments to take the fall so that the bankers can have their great reset without any resistance. For Infowars.com, this is Greg Reese. And by the way, in Sarasota, Florida, there is a hospital that is kind of in a panic mode right now because they've had an uptick in COVID-19 cases. But they're a little perturbed because all of them are vaccinated. Yeah. All of them vaccinated. Now, 
I've got a bunch of other news coming up on this here in the second hour. But we're about to be joined in the next segment by Pastor Greg Locke, who is absolutely on fire for human freedom right now. And I think every leader of a body of Christ, every leader out there of a church should be looking at Greg Locke's passion for freedom and truth and be trying to mimic it because this is what we need from our church leaders. This is what we need from Christian leaders right now. Not passive, weak, accepting of the evil establishment, but standing up for truth, standing up for God, and standing up for human freedom because that's what God intended for us. told you to say amen after I said bull crap. It's better than what I want to say. I call it real BS. Biblical stupidity. Biblical stupidity. So I know I wasn't going to say nothing about it, but I think I feel froggy enough. I'm going to jump right now and just say this. I am not apologizing for what I said on this platform last week. The Delta variant was nonsense then. It is nonsense now. You will not wear masks in this church. You will not wear masks in this church. I'm telling you right now, do not get vaccinated. Do not get vaccinated. I don't care what you think about me. I don't need your money. I don't need your hand clap. I don't need more people on social media to follow me. I ain't following along with it. Joe Biden's days are numbered. I said they're numbered. I've told you the whole time this election was fraudulent. We got so much proof. The only people that can deny it are crack-smoking, demon-possessed leftists. Ladies and gentlemen, that is Pastor Greg Locke. Boy, if there were more pastors like that, I bet the churches would be filled in this country and we probably wouldn't be dealing with a lot of this evil. But, you know, before I get to the issues addressed in his viral clip there about the mass and the vaccines. You know, I want to, I want to bring something up here with Pastor Locke because there's this notion, and I'm sure you got a lot of this too, where people will say, Oh, he's just up there. That's just theater. He's just acting. He's just doing all of that. Folks, you got to understand something. Very few humans actually understand what it is to truly be free. And there's a certain level 
of just releasing your mind, unchaining your mind, unhinging your mind, and just giving it all up and just being truly free, speaking it from, from the consciousness, from, from God, through your consciousness, through your mind, onto your lips, off of your tongue, into, into reality. And so it's, it's not an act. That, that's real. I, I can tell that's real. And that's what it is. And that's why people tune into InfoWars and they see Alex Jones ranting or they see me ranting and they're like, oh, this is theater. This is acting. No, folks, that's freedom. This is, this is freedom. This is me unchaining my mind from all of society's censorships, from all of society's pre-conclusions, from all of society's demonizations and just saying, no, I was created by God. I have a free mind. I have a free spirit. I have a free will. And this is what it looks like to be human. So I just want Pastor Locke to comment on that real quick because obviously that clip went viral and I'm sure people say, oh, he's just acting. I bet that's the realest and the freest you've probably ever felt in your life during that clip. Oh, absolutely. Because you get emboldened when you understand how free you really are and how free this nation is supposed to be. And people are like, well, you know, if you preach like that, people won't show up. You know what's interesting? That clip was about maybe a month, a month and a half old. And that was a big crowd with a big tent. We just put up a tent that's twice that size, and we have twice as many people coming every single Sunday because they're sick of the nonsense. And so people say all the time, well, we think you just get caught up in the heat of the moment and say things you don't mean. Oh, no, I know exactly what I'm saying. I don't get caught up in the moment. I'm creating the moment because I'm letting people know I am bold because I am free, and I'm not going to back down. And there are tens of thousands of people, millions of people all over this nation that are sick of it. And when they can get baptized in real freedom— They'll say some things that need to be said. And, and again, it's the same thing that I notice. It's the phenomenon of, hey, Alex Jones goes on this show or that show or this podcast or this YouTube channel, and it's immediately the number one on their channel because that's what people want. That's what people resonate with. That's what people are searching for. And there'll be times, you know, I try to tune it down and people always say, no, don't tune it down. We like it when you're rambunctious. We like it when you're loud. We like it when you're pounding on the desk. That's the same spirit that's in our heart out there in the audience. But so that's incredible. So you're saying that that clip from about a month and a half ago, the size of your church, your congregation is just growing since then. Oh, absolutely. That tent there set 1,500 people, and we just put up a tent now that seats 3,000 people. It's, it's unbelievable to see what's happening. We've baptized over 1,500 people in just a little bit more than a year. They just keep coming and keep coming and keep coming. It's, it's unbelievable to watch. Uh, not to mention the fact you let your congregation breathe free. Nobody's going to ask about a vaccination status. So, so, so just talk about that. What, what is your congregation like? What is your church like? Where is it? People out there may be searching for it. They may want to come visit it. Yeah, we're in uh, Mount Juliet, Tennessee. We're seven miles straight east of the airport in Nashville. And we just decided when this whole nonsense started, we just weren't going to stop. And we were not going to close our church. And uh, you can see a video of the new tent there. It, it's utterly massive. And now people are saying, look, we're going to have to have another one probably eventually. We just closed on another uh, 13 acres today. They told us for years, you'll never be able to expand. And we just bought all the land around us, not because we're going to build a building, but because we need more parking because people just keep showing up. We have a giant sign, two of them, in fact, on our campus that says this is a mass free church campus. Stay in your car or take off your mask. And that's just the way that we're doing it. And people are showing up by the thousands because they're starving to death for the truth of God's word. And they're hungry for a man that'll stand up and say what needs to be said about the direction of this nation. And so all this nonsense that people are going to leave, that's ridiculous. The churches that stayed open, they're the ones that are growing right now. And, you know, I, I grew up Catholic. Uh, I was going to non-denominational churches, probably a lot like 
the one you have growing up as well. And the one thing that I think a lot of church leaders are failing to recognize, and maybe they will in these times, is that we live in extreme times. I mean, we're, we're dealing with extreme evil right now. We're dealing with the devil encroaching on humanity right now. So the proper response is not to be, is not to be calmer. The proper response is not to be passive. The proper response is to stand up and, and puff your chest out and, 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 and ask for God to guide you. And what do you get? You get that passion. And that's why I believe your church is growing. I believe if other pastors, you know, mimicked you or whatever they want to say, I believe their churches would grow too. And finally, people would maybe get back into church and we could have a bit of a Christian revival here in this country and maybe ward off some of these demons. Oh, absolutely. You know, what we get every single day of our ministry is ladies come to our church and they say, my husband has been unchurched for years and he loves you. He watches everything and they make their trip to the church just so I can meet these unchurched Oh, I bet they travel for hours. Oh, they fly here from California, Washington, Texas every single week. We have like 25 states a weekend that are represented because these men are like, look, I don't want a pastor that's a sissy. I want a guy with a backbone that's going to stand up and open his mouth. So I'm going to keep saying it more than I've ever said it before. I'll even predict right now there's probably at least one member of this audience that that will visit your church on Sunday. They may even travel hours to do so just to get a taste of what it's like to be in a church that's standing up for freedom, standing up for God's will for humanity, because I believe that God created humans to be ungoverned. Any govern any governing of, of humanity to me is demonic. Yes. Oh, absolutely. And you're right. People are traveling here. It's interesting because the last time I was on the show, I bet we had 30 people that showed up at the church just because I was on this show. And so, hey, praise God, people are finding out and people are done with it. They've had a gut full of tyranny and they are ready to taste some freedom. And our church has it. And every church that's following suit, not just because it's Greg Locke, but every church that's getting emboldened and following suit, they are more people blessed and financially blessed than they've ever been because the favor Mm. follows obedience. Here's what I want to do. We go to break here in 30 seconds. When we come back with Pastor Locke, Pastor, I'd like you to lead us in in a prayer when we come back. And then I'd like to just get into, again, why are you so outspoken about the masks? Why are you so outspoken about the vaccines? And where does all of this tie into the Bible? Because I think that there's many examples that you could cite here. So when we come back, we're going to have Pastor Greg Locke, who's on fire for Christ right now, on fire for freedom, lead us in a prayer, and then talk about how all of this relates biblically. We'll be right back. It's always critical. It's always vital. It's always essential to have enough high-quality vitamins and minerals in your body. That's why essential vitamins and minerals are called essential. You must have them. But in today's crazy times, it is more important than ever to stay on top of it. And Vitamin Mineral Fusion has been sold out for months and months and months. It's got all the essential vitamins and minerals and amino acids. It is 33% off while supplies last. X2 has been sold out for a while. It's now back in stock. It's discounted while supplies last. We have this great concentrated turmeric formula. It's amazing. It's back in stock. They're all discounted 33 to 50% off while supplies last at InfoWarsStore.com. So I would not procrastinate. We are ready to ship these products to you right now. And there's a lot of other great products as well at InfoWarsStore.com. So be sure and visit InfoWarsStore.com today and boost your body's natural defenses and give the gift of health to friends and family that are not informed. It's up to us to take care of our friends and family. Please take action now. 
Bioremediation is a process used to treat contaminating water, soil, and subsurface material by accelerating naturally occurring environmental conditions to stimulate growth of microorganisms and degrade targeted pollutants. For the first time, the BioPros are bringing to the public market a suite of bioremediation products to the everyday consumer. Their first product they are launching is called BioSeptic Pro, a product specifically designed to establish a healthy septic system. BioSeptic Pro contains live microorganisms, not traditional enzymes like its competitors. This stuff lives in your septic system. It's really like probiotics for your septic tank and is at least 100 times more effective than similar microbial products due to its revolutionary patented delivery system. BioSeptic Pro contains no chemical ingredients and no genetically modified organisms. Visit thebiopros.com today and protect your septic system. That's thebiopros.com. This is for anaerobic septic tanks, and the job it does is unparalleled. Thebiopros.com. The War Room. Infowars.com forward slash show. We're back here on the Infowars War Room, brought to you by Infowarsstore.com. Pastor Greg Locke is with us, and I want to ask him to lead us in a prayer here, and then uh, we can get into why he talks about not enforcing masks or not taking the vaccine during his church services and how it relates biblically. But, you know, I just want to say this before Pastor Locke leads us in a prayer. You know, I've had so many people praying for me, thousands of people in the last couple weeks, and seriously, I, I can feel God's presence around me. I'm not even sure if I deserve it. I try to be the best person I can. But it, it makes such a difference, folks. It really does. And I, I think that we're all looking at America at this point saying, I don't know how we can turn this around. It's going to be it's going to have to be God's intervention that turns us around, folks. I think that that's really our only hope. So, uh, Pastor Locke, uh, lead us, if you would, in a prayer, please. Absolutely. Father, we come to you in that name that is above every name, the Lord Jesus Christ. And Lord, we know your word tells us that there is a remedy for all this mess that we're facing. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek your face and turn from our evil ways. You would hear and you would answer and you would heal our land. And Father, you know that we need revival so desperately. And we're not asking for just a third great awakening. We are asking for the greatest awakening the world has ever seen. And Lord, it's going to take a lot of evil to be exposed. There's going to be a lot of repentance. Lord, we know that judgment does not begin at the White House. It begins at God's house. And we have got to repent and we have got to stand up. Lord, baptize us in boldness. Lord, thank you for this medium, for this opportunity to get out the message. And Father, I pray that you would bless this broadcast, bless this organization, this ministry, bless our church and the other churches that are standing, the other patriots that are out there right now just saying yes and amen and nodding their heads to this prayer. They're hungry for truth and they're sick of weak leaders. So Lord, raise us up to be a mouthpiece to save this nation in this generation in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And, you know, I'll tell you, folks, I used to kind of shy away from, you know, talking about my religion or Christianity because I realize there's a lot of people in this audience that may be atheist or not not Christians. And you know what? But I've realized that at least at a very foundational level, folks, we were all created. We were all created. Yeah. There's a divine intervention here. And, and, and it's the creator that's going to have to turn this evil around for us because we, we are truly fallen. And that's that's just the state of our, our, our mankind right now. But uh, Pastor Locke, so the viral clip, obviously, you know, you're talking about no masks. You're talking about no vaccines. Why do you bring that up to your congregation? And, and how does that relate to the Bible? 
Well, a couple of things. First of all, I believe all of it's government overreach, which is limiting our freedom. And so I don't want to have anything to do with the government telling me or my church or my kids or my family what we can or cannot do. But secondarily, I mean, churches are supposed to be a place of healings and faith and miracles and signs and wonders and baptisms. And now all of a sudden we can't lay hands on the sick and we can't pray for people. A shepherd can't even go to a hospital and visit somebody. And we've created this atmosphere of fear, fear, fear. When the Bible is plain in 2 Timothy that God has not given us the spirit of fear. So if God's not given it to us, then somebody else has. It's the enemy. And so my Bible says that we should not fear anything, not even death. And so we don't allow the masks. Now, I know who's under doctor's orders or maybe who's going through chemotherapy. Most of them sit in the overthrow, uh, overflow room in the air condition anyhow. And so it's not that we kick everybody out for wearing a mask. The people that wear masks at our church are the protesters that show up that are mad that we have a sign that says you can't wear masks. And so I just told our folks, look, we've gone 18 months without wearing these nonsensical things on our face. Why would we go back? We've stayed open. We fought the law. We fought the government. We fought fines and everything you can imagine. Why would we now begin to foster an atmosphere of fear? We're not going to do it. And so I talk about these things. I talk about the mask. I talk about the vaccine and the danger that's with them. And we know we're over the target because they're censoring us from even stating the truth. There have been more adverse effects and deaths from this vaccine than there will ever be moving forward of the people that have been affected by COVID-19. We know this. We know it's a nefarious plan. We know that Revelation said that we're going to be living in a day that there's going to be a system, the beast system, that is put in place politically and religiously whereby you do what they say or you no longer live. You can't buy. You can't sell. I'm not saying that the vaccine is the mark of the beast. I'm telling you it is setting the table. It is the precursor for the mark of the beast. We have jumped 50 years prophetically, easy 50 years prophetically in the last 18 months. Because all of us used to hear preaching about prophecy, oh, there's going to be an antichrist and a one world currency and a new world order. And we're thinking, yeah, maybe one day. Oh, no, folks, it's this day. It is here right now. We are watching the table be prepared. And the problem is the church is okay with accepting it. And people aren't saying anything. We see all of this new world order coming to pass. I mean, that's what they're calling it. And now they're saying, well, no, you people are just conspiracy theorists. Oh, no, we're not. We're truth seekers and we're truth tellers. And we will live by that and we will die by that. So I think it's important that pastors take these issues to the pulpit and share it with the people in the congregation. You know, here's what's so incredible about that dynamic to me is, like you said, they'll they'll cast you off as a conspiracy theorist or, or all these other you know, castigations or deflections. And it's like somebody telling you, hey, hey, there, you know, there's no fight going on. There's no battle happening. And you're literally on the battlefield. I mean, you're you're on the battlefield. You're taking the licks. You're taking the cuts. You're taking the stabs. You're taking all of it. And then you have somebody that's that's turned around out in the stands or out and, you know, on the field somewhere saying, none of this is even happening. And you're like, no, I'm in it. I'm in the battlefield. It's happening right now. How can yeah. you deny it? But I think that this is also happening that slowly but surely as the battlefield expands, everybody is starting to realize how real it is. Oh, absolutely. You're going to have to choose sides. I mean, Jesus said, look, you're for me or against me. Moses drew a line on the sand with that hickory stick and said, who is on the Lord's side? Joshua said in Joshua 24, 15, choose you this day whom ye will serve. See, people think that they get a choice 
on as to whether they get to be a servant or not. No, no, no. You're born a servant. You only get to choose who your master is going to be. And so you're either going to serve this globalist evil agenda or you're going to serve the master of the Lord Jesus Christ. But there's no two ways about it. you got to make up your mind. And people don't want to make up their mind. Everybody wants revival without sacrifice. The church is about to find out what real revival is. And a lot of people are going to miss it. I tell folks all the time, I told them Sunday, the body of Christ is going to miss what God is doing because revival is coming in a way that we didn't pray for and we didn't anticipate. It's coming through the back door of persecution. The last 18 months, here's what the government figured out, who they can control and who's going to be a problem moving forward. Well, I'm going to serve notice on everybody. I'm going to be a problem moving forward because we're not closing. We're not stopping. I tell them we're not going to back up, pack up, slack up, or shut up till we've been taken up by the glory of God. If you think I'm loud now, we are just now beginning to crank up the volume. People need to wake up. I'm sick of people talking about the woke church. The woke church is a joke church. We don't need to be awoken. We need to be awakened. And so thank God for guys like you that are willing to stand and put literally their life and their neck on the line and say, enough is enough. Oh, don't even get me started on the woke churches. I, I've dealt with them before. In fact, I mean, I, I would go as far as to say that these are just scam artists, quite frankly, yeah. with some of the stuff I see at these churches that uh, is so against the Bible and against God's teachings that uh, you, you just you just wonder what's really going on here. Doesn't seem like any church I've ever recognized uh, growing up as a Catholic and then being born again in my teenage years. But I want to get in in the next segment with you what you have been dealing with because we've seen pastors get arrested for trying to hold their congregations outside. So, I mean, what 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 has your church had to deal with, you know, just trying to be free, having church every Sunday, having a congregation as big as you can, being outspoken on the platform? Let's talk about how you're being censored. If the government is coming trying to shut you down, I want to hear about some of these specific details. I mean, Lord knows what we've had to go through just being on air. And folks, this is why we have to be on air because you know they're going to try to censor this man. He needs this platform to reach the millions that we can reach here at InfoWars. We'll be right back. I'm not funded by George Soros. I'm not funded by the Democratic Party. I'm funded by you. We got great products you need. We got great stuff for your immune system and your body and just stuff that's essential for general health like vitamin mineral fusion, all the vitamins, all the minerals and all the key amino acids for adults, children, old folks. You absorb more of it than pills because it's liquid form and it tastes great. Ready to ship to you now. 33% off and Vaso Beach back in stock. Great for your heart, great for your liver. Cardiovascular creates nitrous oxide in the blood. Super beet concentrate, 50% off. Pollen block back in stock. Natural antihistamine, 40% off. And of course, we have X2, totally essential deep earth crystal iodine it's discounted and pure turmeric formula the liquid extract as well it's discounted and back in stock activated charcoal toothpaste and activated charcoal toothpaste uh, mouthwash with all the essential oils those are 33 percent off as well you can call toll-free 888-253-3139 or you can go to infowarstore.com we got a lot of great other products on the site as well so be sure and check those out today Infowars.com forward slash show. The American way of life is under attack. This is the war room. Final segment with Pasher Greg Locke. We thank him for joining us here. And I want to ask him what he's been dealing with as far as government overreach, censorship, 
He never stopped having his Sunday services. Now, he is in Tennessee where they haven't had too bad of government overreach, but but just everywhere is dealing with some level of it. Uh, so, Pastor Locke, talk about what your church has been dealing with, what you personally have been dealing with when it comes to censorship and government oppression against you or your congregation. Well, the censorship has been huge just simply because we've had such a large social media platform for so many years. The Lord just you know gave us to be a voice in the wilderness. But when COVID hit, it really got kind of diabolical. And so we've been so crafted in what we've had to say. They pulled our live stream many, many times, especially like when you see clips like that. Those are normally clips that somebody was able to get during that time because then they come back in. They've demonetized us. They've taken us off YouTube and all of that. And so we try to get as much of the message out as we can. When we first stayed open, the sheriff's patrol, they showed up every week for many, many weeks. And they kept saying, look, we love you. We appreciate your videos. But these people keep calling. And because the idiots keep calling, we have to keep showing up. And so I said, look, I'm just going to go ahead and make a statement right now to keep you guys from having to keep showing up because this is getting ridiculous. So I said, look, we so believe. I did it on a Sunday morning. CBS was there, the whole deal. I said, look, we so believe in our First Amendment right to gather and worship. That if you show up at our tent and you impede on our First Amendment right, we're going to meet you at the door of the tent with our Second Amendment right. Because we're not playing these little Democratic games anymore. All right. We believe that the second protects the first. And so then we got violated, you know, by the city and the county. And, you know, they started showing up. The state started showing up. And somebody tried to turn us in for a, a noise ordinance and then for a, a sewer permit. And then they tried to say that we didn't have a site plan for our tent. And so then the neighbors tried to get together and buy the land that we just bought, glory to God, out from under us so that we couldn't expand. Then we've been vandalized on several occasions. It's just been one thing after the next, after the next, after the next, but they know we're not going to stop. And so they keep ripping down our sign, you know, that says we don't allow masks, but we just keep putting it up and keep rocking on. And so we know it's going to get worse and worse. You know, as well as I do that now it's gone from the whole, you know, just type of being censored online to now. I mean, we're on a list for Pete's sake. You get that. You understand that more than most. And I'm like number two on the list. And so I told our church, we're going to get out ahead of it. They could come at any moment. I mean, they're just trying to silence us and trying to do anything they can to make us terrorists and, and the enemies of the state, as it were. But we're not going to quit. You know, I'm going to live by this. and I'm going to die by this. I'm going to save this nation for my kids and my kids, kids, kids. Right. This isn't about Greg Watt building the megachurch. The days of the megachurch are over. I could care less about all the smoke and mirrors and screens and all the high tech redneck nonsense. I'm a truth teller and I'm going to save the truth. And if I have to live and die by that truth, then so be it. But my kids are going to know one thing. My kids are going to know that I lived and died and I wasn't a coward. And they're going to know one thing about their daddy. They may lose a lot of friends because Greg Locke's their dad. And they may have a lot of people that look at them and, and we're under constant scrutiny at our church and, you know, security and all of that. Things that I, I never wished upon ourselves. But here's what my kids are going to know. My daddy was a fighter. My daddy fought for the church. He fought for Jesus. He fought for this nation. He fought for the world. Ultimately, he fought for people that couldn't fight and say things for themselves. And so life's too short to die a coward. So they're going to try to stop us. But all they're doing is putting fuel to the fire. And all they're doing is making me more motivated to understand I'm on the right track and I'm going to keep barking up this tree. Pastor Locke, I'm trying to recall, but I don't remember this nation ever having a debate that we were going to abandon the Bill of Rights. I don't recall that debate ever happening. I don't recall a government decree ever happening. Shall not infringe. Do you ever recall yeah. that debate? I don't recall that. 
None whatsoever. There's no pandemic clause in the Bible or in the Constitution. And yet you got all of these pastors saying, well, you know, Romans chapter 13 says that we got to obey the government. It says nothing about obeying a tyrannical, buckwild, demon-possessed government. All right. Government is supposed to protect those of us that do right and be a terror to those that do evil. And I know preachers in America, shame on them. They would have put a Jew on a boxcar and quoted a Bible verse out of context. And so if anything, this last year, this last 18 months, we figured out real quick who would have called and turned in Anne Frank and who would have hit her in their house behind the door. And so now we know who the compromisers are, and now we know who's going to lay down and roll over on round two. Well, I didn't play their games in round one. I sure ain't playing their games in round two. If I got to have a prison ministry, then so be it. But I can promise you this weekend at 2060 Old Lebanon Dirt Road, Mount Julia, Tennessee, there will be hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people packed into a tent. We don't have to have a mega building in a tent. Because they're starving for somebody to stand up and say, this is the truth. You know what? Let people know one more time if, if they're in the greater Nashville area or hell, if they want to hop on a plane or drive all the way out yep. there, where they can where they can find your congregation. Well, they're walking, driving and flying every single week. And we're in Mount Juliet, Tennessee. We're the only global vision and we're the only church on old Lebanon dirt road. It's not been dirt for 40 years, but hey, we're in a tent, so I don't guess it matters. But uh, we'd love to have you guys show up. That's incredible. Where do you see this all going in the final minutes here of our interview with you? Where, where do you see all of this going? Well, I don't see it going away. Everybody's like, well, we're going to get back to normal. Oh, no. They already know that we're never going back to normal. They're going to keep pushing the vaccine and all the mandates and all the masks and all the nonsense. They want to see how far they can push us. And so I tell folks, look, I'm not going back to normal. I'm not going back to natural. I'm going back to supernatural. I'm looking for God to protect me and my family in ways that he never has. I'm looking for God to amplify our voice, amplify our church, our platform, because God is honoring the people that are saying something. John the Baptist was a man that you would probably not be able to have on this broadcast. He was a hard guy to talk to. But Jesus said he was the greatest prophet ever born of a woman. And when he died, they killed him because he called out corruption in his day. They killed him because he equally preached on corrupt politics and Jesus. So I'm done with these mamby-pamby preachers that say, well, just preach about Jesus and stand of politics. If we don't call out corrupt politics and what this globalist new world order is, they're going to take away our platform to even preach about Jesus Christ. And so all this nonsense that the church has to stay out of politics is just that. It is capital N nonsense. Preachers must speak. The reason our church is growing and like-minded congregations are growing it's not because we're avoiding the issue. It's because we're attacking the issue. And people are like, this is a pastor. This is what a man of God is supposed to say. This is the black robe regiment. These are the men that led their men into battle and saved the republic during the American Revolution. All right. If they can't make it out there in person this weekend, uh, how else can people find you? Uh, if they just go to Pastor Lock, L-O-C-K-E, PastorLock.com, or they can go to Global Vision BC, like Bible Church, GlobalVisionBC.com. They can live stream us there. We have an app. Of course, they can go to Facebook or Telegram or YouTube, and, and they can find us there. So Pastor Greg Lock and Global Vision Bible Church. Incredible. Pastor Lock, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you for this powerful interview. I've been honored to be here. Thank you, sir. God bless, and thank you for the prayer, too. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Wow, that was powerful. And, and let me just tell you, it, I want to amplify the voices like Pastor Locke. I mean, that's why we have people on this show that are being banned, being censored, being demonized, that no other media outlets will want to have on. That's why we exist here, folks. That's why you fund us. That's why you shop at InfoWarsStore.com. And that's why it's imperative for you to continue 
praying for us, supporting us, and of course, shopping at InfoWarsStore.com. I could talk about the supplements all day long, whether it's the vitamin mineral fusion that I take every morning, whether it's the Brain Force Plus that I take every day before the show, whether it's the fizzy magnesium drink supplement that's really popular, whether it's the Vaso Beat Complete, the best beat supplement that I can find out there. You want to talk about blood flow? Vaso Beat Complete is the source to get the best blood flow you can get. We're having a rush on emergency food right now at InfoWarsStore.com. I think everybody can understand why that's happening. With the supply chains uh, having an uncertain future, get the emergency food supplies while they're in stock right now. We do have stock of them, and we haven't been really been promoting them or having a big sale, but the sales of the emergency food supplies are just skyrocketing right now. So I think people are, it's kind of a survival instinct type of thing, but we've got the stock of it right now. So make sure you get the emergency food supplies from InfoWarsStore.com while they're in stock. If you're not filtering your water, you're just you're way behind the times, folks. Get a water filter from InfoWarsStore.com. We have so many different options when it comes to water filters. You'll notice that some are sold out because they're so popular. They're the best water filtration systems, gravity-fed, that you can find on the market. And again, it's your support at InfoWarsStore.com that keeps us on air, keeps me on air and gets the great guests to come on air with us as well. Infowarsstore.com. All right, we'll be right back. I'm going to get back into the news. In these insane times, I wouldn't mess around. I wouldn't screw around with your health and your immune system. I would do everything you can to boost your body's natural defenses and at the same time support those that are fighting the globalist and fighting to stop new lockdowns and tyranny. Well, you find all of that perfect storm at one place, InfoWarsStore.com. And great products that boost your body's natural defenses that have been sold out for months are back in stock, discounted, 33 to 50% off. Vitamin Mineral Fusion with all the vitamins, minerals, amino acids. It's essential. Back in stock. Our concentrated turmeric formula, so good for your immune system and your body and for inflammation. Back in stock, discounted. We have X2, back in stock, discounted. We have Living Defense, back in stock, discounted. We have Pollen Block, back in stock, discounted. And, of course, we have our concentrated activated charcoal toothpaste sold out for months so boost your body's natural defenses and help fight the globalist all at one place infowarsstore.com the ultimate fluoride free charcoal mouthwash is now available at infowarsstore.com and drjonesnaturals.com for the lowest price possible to complete your daily mouth cleaning routine It is the perfect companion to the new activated charcoal toothpaste all under our new line by Dr. Jones Naturals that will naturally give your mouth and breath a deep clean. This mouthwash only uses the best natural ingredients like real peppermint oil, thyme oil, xylitol, and of course, high quality charcoal. Not only fluoride free, this mouthwash is completely free of other dangerous ingredients such as SLS, harsh detergents, BPA, and so much more. As soon as you use it, you can tell that this formula is the real deal. So get your bottle of the new activated charcoal mouthwash right now at InfoWarsStore.com. The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show.
right, we're back here on the InfoWars War Room, brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. I'm going to get into the news once again here, and uh, we'll talk about some of the latest here with COVID and the masks and ivermectin and everything. Uh, Let's go to this story out of WKYC. This is a wild one, and I think I'm going to need to try to do my due diligence to follow up on this, but very interesting thing here. Judge orders Ohio hospital to treat COVID-19 patient with ivermectin despite warnings. So, you know, it's not about warning you about the side effects from the vaccine and the myocarditis and the strokes and the heart attacks and the quote unquote false uh, cancer positive readings or the seizures or the Guillain-Barre. No, 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 no. It's not about that. It's about ivermectin, which they've done the trials in Japan and Mexico and India and all those countries where they actually used ivermectin. It worked. And I can't help but go back to the story from last year out of Michigan when a Democrat representative was sick with COVID, very ill, and they would not allow, because of the governor's orders, her to be treated with hydroxychloroquine. They made it illegal. So she had to get what was deemed an illegal treatment by the governor of Michigan. She had to get what was deemed an illegal treatment, hydroxychloroquine. And she says once she got it, she immediately got better. Dem lawmaker who credited Trump for saving her life says she had to beg for hydroxychloroquine after Michigan governor banned the drug. So so let's get back to today's story. So you have Jeffrey Smith who has been sick with COVID. Now, what were they going to do to Jeffrey Smith? Obviously, they probably put him on a ventilator, which has not been shown to work. And in fact, that ends up, most people that get put on the ventilator end up dying. And so he wants to use ivermectin. Now, again, the vaccine is an experimental vaccine, emergency authorization use. And I remember Trump signed the Right to Try Act. So don't you have the right to try ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine or anything else? How is that not a violation of your right to try? Well, I guess when you're owned by Big Pharma, I guess you don't want to allow people to try other things that don't go into the pockets of Pfizer or any of these other big pharmaceutical companies, which have had to pay out millions of dollars in healthcare fraud lawsuits. But let's get back to the story. Both the U.S. Food and Drug Administration and the Centers for Disease Control and prevention have warned Americans against the use of ivermectin to treat COVID-19, even though it's worked in Japan and Mexico and India where they have been using it successfully. And we've had dozens of doctors on the air here that talk about how they've been treated their patients with ivermectin. And by the way, I even know dozens of people that have gotten sick recently, COVID-19 or whatever it is, Delta variant, I don't know, they get sick, they're feeling bad, And they have to go and outsource to find a doctor to give them ivermectin. And within 24 to 48 hours, they're healthy again. So that's a real world experience. But hey, the FDA and the CDC, I guess owned by Big Pharma, they don't want you to try that. It's all about that experimental vaccine. But forget about those side effects. And again, they attack it saying it's unproven as a treatment, even though it is. And that large doses of it can be dangerous and cause serious harm. Who's talking about large doses? We're talking about dosages that work. A review of available literature conducted earlier this month by the journal 
Nature found there's no certainty in the available data on potential benefits of ivermectin. Yeah, who do you think funds those studies? Just like you can buy news media or politicians, you can buy doctors too, sadly. And then they have this attack. The drug has grown in popularity among conservatives. So then they make it a political thing. No, it's growing in popularity because people see that it's working. But, you know, they always have to make a political issue out of it and and attack what I guess they view as their political opposition. So I guess it's conservatives that believe in health care choice now. I guess it's conservatives that believe in my body, my choice now. I guess it's conservatives believe in the right to try experimental medicine that's not a vaccine from Big Pharma. Julie Smith filed the lawsuit on behalf of her husband of 24 years. He tested positive for COVID-19 on July 9th was hospitalized and admitted to the ICU on July 15th and was sedated and intubated and placed on a ventilator on August 1st. He later developed a secondary infection and is still wrestling with it as of August 23rd. So again, all of the data shows that the intubating the patients doesn't help. Putting them on the ventilator doesn't help. And that has serious long-term effects with your lungs and your ability to breathe. See, you don't mention that. So. The judge has ordered that ivermectin be used to treat this patient, which is his right in the Right to Try Act. But I guess now it's only right to try if it's a big pharmaceutical product. No, that's not how the bill was written. So I would guess now that the judge has ordered this patient, Jeffrey Smith, to receive ivermectin, and he's been dealing with COVID for a month, not helping him by putting him on a ventilator and not giving him the actual treatments. My guess is now that he's getting ivermectin, you will hear about this man in two weeks recovering from COVID. Now, the risk is since he's already been intubated and he may have bacterial pneumonia, there may be some other things working here. But my guess is this ivermectin treatment will save his life and hopefully he will survive. And it'll be yet another example of ivermectin working that the media will ignore because they're all funded by big pharma. Now, here's another incredible story. I I was going to cover this whole thing. I'm not going to have the time today, but you can find it at wmbriggs.com. Why kids should not be wearing masks and how to calm those who think they should. And so here is William Briggs, PhD in statistics from Cornell. And he's done medical research for more than two decades. And he has over 100 professional papers, not to mention the author of multiple books. And he makes two claims here in this article that he then backs up with the data and statistics. One, masks don't work, which they admit. Fauci admitted that. It's even on the box. The mask says it doesn't stop COVID. And the size of the COVID viruses are, you know, whatever nanometers versus the size of the holes in the mask. So it can get through anyway. It's like having a chain link fence to stop sand from being thrown through it. And even if they did, they aren't needed for kids because as we now know with the latest data, uh, if you are aged zero to 20, you have a point, you have 99.99% chance of surviving COVID. And so anyway, he gets into it. He talks about the Spanish flu of 1918 when the mask mandates were used and it didn't help. It actually made it worse. He gets into other studies. He puts it all out. And then he, he shows you the stats, he shows you the graphs, and he just completely proves that the masks do not work. And in fact, they are bad for your health. So again, you can find that wmbriggs.com. 
headline, why kids should not be wearing masks and how to calm those who think they should. Now, the problem is this whole thing is so political now that it's not about calming those who think you should wear a mask. They just want to be able to tell you what to do. It's this weird authoritarian bent from the group that used to chant my body, my choice. Now it's your body, their choice. Unless you want to kill your baby, then I guess they're okay with that. But it's become a weird authoritarian getting off on telling other people what to do thing. So it's not about calming them down. It's that they just want to tell you what to do and how to live your life. Now, we have had massive protests. We highlighted this yesterday over mass mandates and all the COVID mandates and everything. And now you have massive truck driver strikes in Canada, in Australia, all across the world now, where truckers are going on strike against all of these COVID lockdowns and mandates. And in Australia, one lady was um, put on national news. And here's the headline, COVID truck driver protest. Woman calls today reporter fake news. The confronting moment at an anti-lockdown protester calls today reporter fake news as rogue truckies block a major Queensland highway causing peak hour traffic chaos. Well, I guess somebody has to stand up against government tyranny, and I guess it's the truckers in this case. And you know, Alex Jones has been talking about the Theranos story. Well, they're in court now. Elizabeth Holmes, one-time billionaire and media darling, sound familiar, goes on trial. Elizabeth Holmes, founder and former CEO of Theranos, goes on trial on allegations of defrauding investors and patients. Sounds a lot like the COVID testing. Sounds a lot like the COVID vaccine when you read into this story. Billions of dollars on an experimental technology that ended up being a fraud. Will we have the same outcome in 10 years with all the COVID tests and vaccines? In late August, InfoWars saw an explosion of orders because our audience understands that the globalists are destabilizing the planet by design and are attempting to cause an economic and financial collapse worldwide. Now, ladies and gentlemen, storable food has always been something that's important to have. It's a checkbox that everybody needs to have taken care of, right along with water filtration, self-defense, and a relationship with God. But now more than ever, you need to get your storable food orders in now. We're ready to ship to you within 24 hours of your order. It's high quality. It's very, very low cost at InfoWarsStore.com because in the future... You're going to see more food supply shortages, and you're going to see food supply price increases that are already taking place. So lock in your storable food now at a lower price and fund the InfoWar at InfoWarsStore.com. That's how you fight the Great Reset is by being self-sufficient and not under their control. So get prepared now at InfoWarsStore.com.